Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. We have an awesome lineup today. Might I just brag on you guys for a second? We've got Mr. Graham Allen I'm back in the number in the house. two seat today. You are. I mean, I, mean, I would Stu's call it the number seat. one seat, but well, Glenn, this is Glenn's seat. This is Glenn. Yes. Stu's always sitting here when because Glenn's always leaving oh. us. Oh, <laughs> this, this is the one A or the one B seat. Yeah, you're one A, one B, one A, one B. So congratulations on your promotion. It's a little rude to sit a lot. Yeah, we're just kind of sitting here. You know, I'm let's have middle, a conversation. So I consider myself the focus. Right? That's normally my seat. I normally am in that seat. Well, we've got Jesse Kelly back. We've got a double dose of Jesse Kelly. So uh, you're back with us today. In the flesh. Yes. And we've got Connie Burton. Uh, it is your maiden voyage on the show. Founder and CEO of the Texan News, yes. which I know is a new endeavor of yours. Yes. And I want to uh, I want to talk to you about that later on in the show. Because awesome. I think Appreciate it's a it. great thing that you're doing. Thank you. Um, all right. Before we, uh, before we get into everyone's top stories. I want to do that. But first, I want to thank realestateagentsitrust.com. Um, so if you're looking to buy or sell a home, I know this is going to come as a shock to a lot of you, <laughs> but blindfolding yourself and turning to the real estate agents in your phone book and then just randomly picking someone is not the best way to do it. I know. This is breaking news on the show. That's how I did it. It was it. (laughs) Um, But seriously, there are so many people these days who say that they're a real estate agent. You know, maybe they dabble in it, but they do something else on the side. Everyone, uh, I know Jason Buttrell, his plumber. His plumber has a real estate agent license number on his card, too. So that's who you really want selling your house and fixing your toilets. No. At least you know the plumbing's good. (laughs) It's true. It's true. They can check it all for you very thoroughly. Uh, So that's why Glenn founded realestateagentsitrust.com. It's it's basically a networking system for the top real estate agents. It's a matchmaker of sorts. So they have vetted all of the top real estate agents all across the country. They've vetted them for you know, um, their values. They've vetted them for their skill. These are the experts in your area. They're gonna get you the most for, uh, for your money and they're gonna put you and your family in a place that is going to be safe. Uh, you can go to realestateagentsitrust.com right now. They've got an agent where you're at, no matter where you are. They're all over the country. They can help you, realestateagentsitrust.com. Graham, what's your top story? <clears throat> Mini AOC. My favorite AOC is no more Mm. because of death threats against Uh. the child. And so the parents have pulled the parody account. And I think it's time for the real AOC to say something about it. Can't wait to talk about that. Jesse, top story. Mitch McConnell might be going down, down in flames. Uh, NBC News. This is I'm not making this up on my life. This is not from Slate or some of these jerkwater publications. The oldest major news network in the country, NBC News, ran a story last night that Mitch McConnell's great-great-grandfathers owned 14 slaves. And I'm not joking. (laughs) Bringing the issue of reparations home, close Close to to home, home. is what they said. (laughs) On my life, that's what they said. I can't wait to bring it up. All right, Connie. Yes. So my family is about... Uh, family in Kaufman County, Texas, which is east of Dallas, the Pardo family, um, their four-year-old son who has been diagnosed with um, uh, his with medical uh, needs um, was forcibly removed removed from his home by CPS. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Okay. All right. Obviously, um, a lot to get into. Graham, uh, I know. What did this happen? It was over the holidays that 
many AOC's parents, mm-hmm. they uh, they put out a statement saying we've been getting too many death threats. And Correct. Well, well, Ava, I believe her name yes, is. Yes. Many AOC has been getting too many uh, death threats. So that's what you want to do is is send death threats exactly, to a tiny exactly. human. And I'm going to try to get through this. I'm losing my voice. I've been screaming about this all morning <laughs> since about 4 a.m. this morning. Uh, do we have any asset clips of mini AOC for people that don't know what we're talking I, about? Yes, I believe that we do. Do can we have we, any clips? Can we watch that, please? Like, I want to tell you about my plan to single-handedly save the planet. I call it the Green New Deal. I picked green because I'm still learning my colors. <laughs> I came up with my plan after watching, like, the most important documentary on climate change. It's called Ice Age 2, The Meltdown. <laughs> that's not me saying it, that's science. My Green New Deal will cost like $93 trillion. Do you know how much that is? <laughs> me neither, because it's totally worth it. If sea levels keep rising, we won't be able to drive to Hawaii anymore. And I just got this electric car. It's eco-friendly. <laughs> Everyone has to drive one under my deal. <laughs> She's it, so it's, cute. It's uncanny, right? It like, really is. I didn't know which one I was watching. <laughs> anyway, so so what's going on is what you said. So uh, this child, Ava, she's eight years old. Obviously, her parents are involved in some way in this. She's eight years old. But there are eight-year-old YouTube stars, everything. So yes. Ava obviously comes from a family of conservative nature, just from what you're gathering here. She sees AOC and her policies for what they are. Mm-hmm. A, a child would come up with these things. So she does what every SNL skit, what every comedian has been doing to politicians, presidents for years. She pokes fun mm-hmm. at AOC. But the difference is in 2019, you can't do that anymore. Comedy is dead. Yeah. Comedy yeah. is not allowed. Comedy is hate speech. And you can't do that. So what more adult thing to do than for AOC supporters to not only threaten, but threaten with death an eight-year-old child. So much to the point that the child's parents now have to step in and say, hey, this is absolutely ridiculous. Our child is eight years old. Her safety is on the line. We're just deleting all the accounts. So uh, three or four days ago, I put a tweet out calling out AOC saying, hey, you practice free speech. You practice anti-violence, or at least you say you do all the time. This is your opportunity to practice what you preach and to condemn these actions by your supporters. Crickets. Absolutely nothing. Goes viral on Twitter. Goes everywhere. There's no way AOC doesn't know about this. It's been on Fox. I've been on Fox. We've talked about it here. It's all over the internet. There is no way that she does not know that this eight-year-old child has been receiving death threats from people that support her. My stance on this is when it gets to this level, do we have an obligation as influencers or politicians or news anchors or whatever to address every single dumb thing that people that follow us do? No. But when it comes to actual threats of violence, especially against a child, and you find out about it, especially at this level, we have a moral obligation to condemn this. AOC should be on a plane to this girl. I don't know where this girl lives. Maybe she lives in her district. Who knows? She needs to be on a plane standing next to this child condemning these actions and putting a step forward in the right direction so she so claims to believe in all the time. She's so concerned about humanitarian issues at the border Mm -hmm. and mistreatment of children Mm -hmm. uh, for illegals crossing over 
But here is an American a citizen, an eight-year-old child that's being uh, threatened by her own supporters, and yet nothing. I also think, and by the way, you're right. I think I, I wish AOC would say something. But I mean, granted, what is an apology from AOC going to be worth yeah. when you're dealing with somebody with the yeah. IQ of a potato? Yeah. I would rather just not have any apology <laughs> at all. That's the one. I'm but trying two, to sneak in a water in the middle of it. But two, parents do have to be aware in this day and age. I yep. don't like it. I don't yep. like it at all. I got an eight and ten-year-old myself. But yep. you have to be aware that. Politics, well, not yeah. just in this day and age, always. You're Politics right. is a contact sport. It is now. It has always been a contact <clears throat> sport. If you're going to jump into it, parents, you be ready. And if you're going to bring your kids into it, it's a land of wolves out there now. Absolutely. And you better be ready to deal with that. And death threats are, are coming for you. Well, and, had a bunch, I, I'm sure you have. And, and I will say, is. though, just to, to draw some sort of distinction here, there is a difference between putting your child in the limelight for the attention and being someone, you know, like any of us at this table. I know you, Graham. I've seen some of the things that people say <laughs> yeah. to you and your wife about your children. Yeah. You're not putting them in, in the video. Well, you know? and, and again, it would be different uh, if you had like a David Hogg situation where David Hogg, even as a minor, uh, was put in uh, CNN. He never was on Fox News and was talking about political things. Mm -hmm. It was very serious. Very deliberate, very on point of what he wanted. Either he was a minor, but he was but, 16, but what I'm saying is, this is obviously parody. Mm -hmm. This is obviously right. comical. This is mm. obviously an eight-year-old joke. So yes, I agree. Politics is ugly and it's dirty. However, this is a child with a comedy. With, with a comedy, it's comedy sketch. That's right. what it is. Yeah. Comedy sketch. Connie I probably Moore. had no idea it was going to get to the level no, that it did either. Right? Don't go after the parents. Don't well, go after the child. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the parents' defense, a little bit, they might have thought, you know, this is fun. We'll yeah, put it cute. out there. Yeah. Didn't have any idea to the level it would get. And then, of course. It, once that happens, then it is their obligation to say no more. The first you know? time they didn't have an idea. Well, after it took off the, fir the first time and they did it again and again. Yeah, I, I, will, I will agree with you there. The parents should have known that Absolutely. this was going to come. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, That's th what I'm saying. There's multiple faults here. Right. But AOC is the one person that can truly, at least with the platform she has, she has the ability to get the word out in the in the right direction, <laughs> and just like every other thing AOC does, she, something happens, she speaks about it, she disappears. Something has now happened in a negative aspect for her supporters, radio silence. Well, it is interesting, too, you know, Jesse, you talk about politics uh, being a contact sport. I seem to recall uh, the media and everyone around the Obamas protecting their two daughters, and rightfully so, right? right. They said, keep right. them out of the conversation. They don't have, you know, their kids... They shouldn't have anything to do with this. I didn't hear the same treatment with Barron. Mm. I haven't seen the same um, treatment with Barron. Well, very much the opposite. I mean, look, let's be honest about it. We've had this conversation, you and I, several times mm -hmm. before of, of we look at politics, people on the right, as a political fight, an ideological fight. There are people on the left, people on the right, libertarians, all these other different things. The left does not view it that way, and that's where we run into a mistake, mm -hmm. is we think that they view politics like we view politics. Mm -hmm. They view politics as good versus evil. Mm -hmm. They do not think that you are wrong. They don't think I'm wrong. They think you are evil, mm -hmm. and one 
once you've made somebody an evil, a, a Nazi in their eye, once you've yeah. made some, yeah. once I decide Graham is a Nazi, <clears throat> I can do whatever right. I want to Graham. Right. And my, my conscience will allow me to do whatever I want yep. to. It's your green light to do exactly whatever right. you want to do. Yeah. yeah, label someone a Nazi. That's Absolutely. a good point. Um, before we move on to uh, that terrible, devious Mitch McConnell, we're, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> cannot believe the nerve of him. <laughs> Say, say that word. Born people. Jesse, Mitch McConnell. I cannot believe he dared be born to people who have ancestors who have ancestors who own slaves. Did I get it's a that dark, right? dark day here in America. We <laughs> racist. Yeah. We found out the Senate Majority Leader, I, I, all my life I'm not making this up, NBC News and, well, Meet the Press is mm -hmm. with NBC News, but it wasn't just one part of NBC News. They ran with it. Meet the Press picked it up and ran with it. Washington Post. I have Felicia Summer, Son Mez, and I'll just read her headline real quick. It is, Senator Mitch McConnell's great-great-grandfathers owned 14 slaves, bringing reparations issue close to home. <laughs> and as you'll see from this chart that I'm just now looking at for the first time on the screen, Senator Mitch McConnell clearly, I mean, he's practically a slave owner himself. We almost had to get a 65-inch TV to fit the entire chart on there to make the connection between Mitch McConnell and his ancient relatives. Mm -hmm. We are still, we're efforting this now. I'm sorry I did not have time before the show. We're trying to find out if any of his ancestors took part in the crucifixion of Jesus, <laughs> uh, the sacking of Baghdad. We, we don't know whether he was involved in the Black Death in Europe, but we will get to the bottom of it, and we're going to get to the bottom of it quickly. We can't have a criminal like this as a Senate majority it's, leader. It's true. It's true. I don't know what we're going to do. The entire infrastructure of our company of our company of our government it's kind of like it's kind of like everything's up in the air i feel right like I, I feel like i should bring this to the table right now so it doesn't come out in the news i am george washington's 10th cousin <laughs> and i'm pretty sure that slaves were around mm. when george washington i just just getting it out there now so Get so just, I'm, do, I'm doing an obama do. i'm doing an obama yes. obama said he smoked crack or whatever oh, right. president. i'm He's doing here. an obama i'm just getting it, it all out you now oh no. wait you're a conservative so yeah, they can't hurt. nope they can't according to democratic rules if i say if i say it now they can't use it against but me. In all seriousness, how, how absurd is this? That yeah. and, and, and by the way, it was done. I mean, they're not even trying to hide now that the media is the communication wing of the Democrat Party. Right. It was done in conjunction with the announcement of his Democrat opponent for Senate in mm. Kentucky. She announced the same time they roll out this absurd thing that his ancestors used to own it's slaves. I mean, clearly they had coordinated this with the DNC and his opponent. I mean, and this, like I said, this is NBC News. This is not Vox. Right. Right, or Slate right. or somebody, mm -hmm. at least attempt to, uh, to pretend to have some integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Connie, what's your Well, I, did, I didn't know that his opponent announced the, the same day. I saw the news, news, <laughs> um, and just was, I couldn't believe it. I was just shocked. I sent it to my crew at the Texan.news, if I could give a shameless plug here <laughs> quickly. This is exactly why we exist, why we launched, is because of this kind of garbage news. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous. Um, and, and I sent it to my staff and said, can you believe this? I mean, we're just all shocked. And I didn't know that it was all, you know, with the opponent and all of that kind of thing. Just that alone. Like, is this really news? Is this news? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you, Graham, are you uh, concerned at all <coughs> of, with how much momentum this reparations movement is gaining? 
Because they're, re- I mean, they oh, are. Oh, Mitch McConnell's over <clears throat> at this point. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, in Congress, they're discussing I reparations. I think it is seriously. absolutely ridiculous. So, so yes, they're discussing reparations. Elizabeth Warren is talking about LGBT reparations. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got Colin Kaepernick saying the Betsy Ross flag is uh, offensive because it represents slavery, and apparently he's Nike's moral compass in some way. <laughs> what we're doing now is if you search hard enough, you'll find ties to a period in America where slavery exists. Existed, mm-hmm. Right. But at this point, why you, you can't wear clothes because slave owners had clothes. Why don't these millionaires? I mean, why don't these? Okay. Why not, don't these millionaires that have all of these problems? Politicians, everything have all these problems with slavery and, and racist things. Give all your money back because they have faces of people that existed while slavery was there. So by very definition, you should not be able to have that. Just turn it all in and we'll all start off at zero again. And we'll just we'll just do it your way. No, it's ridiculous. We're going down this thing that slavery, racism, true racism in America does not exist. Are there racist people in America? Mm -hmm. Of course there are. Mm -hmm. But that does not mean that America is racist. Mm -hmm. That is not what that that's not what that proves. It's not real. Well, and stories like that take the eye off the ball of of when racist acts actually do happen, exactly. right? Yes. That, that doesn't get the attention, and it minimizes yes. real racist acts that do mm-hmm. and can happen yeah. uh, every day. And so, we, we, you know, we're taking our eye off that ball, and we're, mm-hmm. we're talking about things that happened a long time ago, which are important, yeah. right? It's history. We need to all know about it. But it, but it minimizes the continuing acts that might happen today. We're not hearing, you know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't point the finger at those who are really being racist and, 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 and trying to do something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things that we cannot do anything about, but we did move forward from them, right? Um, and or at so, least I thought we did. Yeah. But here we are yeah. talking about reparations to an yep. entire right. group of people Under, who right. had no... We need to be dealing with what's happening today. Yeah. We're, we're you know. still making strides. We have more white running backs in the NFL today than we have in years. <laughs> I think we're doing... For, I mean, <laughs> Under their logic, Ted Bundy murdered at least 30 people from the late 70s to early 80s. Under that logic, now in yes. 2019, every white guy named Ted yes. is a serial murderer. Or yeah, anyone yeah. related to him. Or anyone that was ever related. God forbid his brother. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he had a brother and a sister. Are they able to get jobs? How, how have they survived this entire time? Because obviously they're deviant serial murderers as well. That's how crazy it it's is. It's true. I, I mean, it's that, true. That, that, that people are like, that has nothing to do. Yes, you it think does. It, yeah. You think it sounds, you know, it's an exaggeration, but who'd have thought we would be where we are today? Mm-hmm. You know, you know. in other words, you know, you're, you're going down a road mm-hmm. and people are, oh, that's so silly. But look where we are now. The most you powerful know? man in the world until November 8, 2016 was a black Man, <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, but phenomenal. America only voted for them to cure their uh, racist okay. but that's, guilty but conscience. But that's my point. Uh, <laughs> I, some of the most influential, richest, most known people in the world are black mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I, th- th- I love when the football players talk about racism and oppression. I'm don't like, get me on the owner thing. I would love to be oppressed uh, like you and make millions and millions of dollars. Can yeah. someone oppress me and pay me all of this money? You Where do I sign up for that? You want. <laughs> if you pay me millions of dollars, right. I don't care. Where do I yeah. sign up for that? Yeah. Jesse, I, I keep wondering too, with all of this reparations talk, so what if I have my ancestors who actually fought for blacks to have civil rights do i get like a credit in my bank account Mm. if my ancestors Mm. were with 
you know, we're on the right side of I history. I thought your last name was Gonzalez. I figured you were with Santa Ana or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Does he ever make any sense? <laughs> no. <laughs> i tell you what we should do to solve it. What we should do to solve it is, fine, let's do reparations, okay? Every Democrat should have to pay reparations. Thank you. Thank you. Problem solved. Problem solved. Let's be honest about where we are with this with this issue politically here. The the Democrats have completely wiped out the white working class as far as a voting bloc that will ever vote for them. They're not even pandering Mm -hmm. to them now. Mm -hmm. What they have to have is what Barack Obama gave them. They have to have 97, 98 percent of black people in the country to vote for them, or they cannot win national elections. It's not humanly possible. The numbers Mm -hmm. simply Mm -hmm. are not there. It's part of the reason they want to flood the country with illegals. But that's another matter. So this. This is just a pander to try to get back a voting block that Trump is currently eating their lunch on. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he's only, Trump's only going to get 10 percent, 15 percent, maybe. I think but that means death. For, well, time. he could, but that means death for the Democratic Party nationally. If right. Trump gets 10 percent of the black vote, election's already over. Mail it in. And so now they do this pandering stuff, which black people don't even want. Polls show it doesn't even pull up 50% in the black community. Yeah. They roll their eyes at that. Mm. They're like, that's stupid. Well, and to They your- find it offensive. <clears throat> they find it offensive. Yeah. Black people are proud Americans. Yes. And they, they do. They find it offensive. You're saying I can't, right. I can't. No, I have a job. Right. I work. I take care of my right. family. I pay my bills. Mm-hmm. They have the pride in being an adult mm-hmm. and handling your own business. And so they no they don't want it. They you know they, they don't want that victimhood victimhood mentality pity charity yeah. that they're talking about. Well, and to your point, uh you know, when you look at the the Democratic Party and their history, it's like they fought for slavery. They voted against, you know, emancipation. They founded the KKK. Uh, they established Jim Crow laws. Great track record. Uh, right. Mean, they, they, they voted mean, against the Civil Rights Act. These hand, are really the man. people that you want buying your votes. What could possibly go wrong when these are the people hmm. who are buying your votes? No idea. All right, back in a minute. Ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Connie, we've got um, only a couple minutes, and I want to make sure that we have enough time to get into your story. I'm familiar with it, and it is, it's a big one. You yes. guys need to tune in and listen to what's going on here in Texas, of all places. But um, I want to talk to you about your uh, your website, yes. The Texan. The Texan.news. And so, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we just launched it a couple of months ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. We had an election, I don't know if y'all know, uh, mm-hmm. back in 2018, and it didn't go the way that many of us expected. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, you know, I've always wanted to be in the fight one way or the other. Um, before that, I was an activist. I was a state senator. Um, Beto Wave took a bunch of us yes. out. Yes. Um, and so, you Shockingly. Know, yeah, so. yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, my husband actually has been very concerned about the media, as we all have. But mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, you know, he's wanted to do something about it for a very very long time. He has his own job and, you know, doesn't have the time to do it. And, you know, after the election, he said, we sat down and said, you know what, now's the time to do this. And it's a right of center uh, media organization. It's online only, multimedia. Um, but, and what I mean by right of center, it is straight news. Mm-hmm. It's fact, factual, uh, straight news, but it's right of center. And by that, what I mean is when we report about the border, mm-hmm. for instance, um, you know, we talk about 
rule of law issues. Um, you know, the fact that we that that we have uh, a system, uh, uh, immigration system. Uh, we don't just talk about it from the plight of those who are coming over, which is a concern, right. which we all want to know about. Right, right. But we also, you know, are concerned for the safety and, uh, and security of Texans. And and if you're concerned about the safety and security of Texans, that doesn't mean that you're racist, right? right? So right. we have a different viewpoint um, from from the stories that we put forth when we talk about um, pro-life. Um, we don't use the term. Um, what is the term that they the left uses now? Uh, Democrats use for abortion. It's health care. Oh yes, reproductive reproductive health care. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't use terminology like that. That yeah. is basically offensive. Yeah. Right. So the Texan news. You can go there get your news. Graham, you just had a new podcast drop, didn't you? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, you guys sure find did. that wherever you find your podcast. Subscribe. Give it a good rating. We will see you guys in overtime. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Connie, so um, I have been following this case Good. that you're that you're Good. gonna gonna cover, and um, I want you to get into the details. Yeah. But while you're getting into the details, I want the viewers to just keep in mind this has been nowhere. This has received right. no nationwide coverage. Right. And it is truly egregious. So tell us what happened. Right. So uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, this is a a story about a family that lives in Kaufman County, which is east of Dallas County. Um, And their youngest son, Drake, who is four years old, has been diagnosed with autism and some other medical conditions. Um, I'll kind of give you the... Uh, how this uh, the evolution mm-hmm. of the story mm-hmm. <clears throat> they took him he had some uh, medical procedures done at medical center let me get this yeah children's medical center mm-hmm. dallas um and the during the time that he was there their doctor never came mm-hmm. and saw him during the days that he was there getting some medical treatment and so the family fired the doctor and um, wrote a complaint to the hospital and said, you know, this doctor never came to see us and during this whole time that he was there getting these medical procedures done. And so the hospital said, okay, we'll take a look at this. We've got 45 days mm-hmm. to take a look at this. We'll get back with you and let you know, you know, what we've seen or decided. Well, they never heard back in that 45 days. The, the Pardo family never heard anything. But on the 46th day, they had a card in their door from CPS. And so that concerned the Pardo family. Um, they called a family rights advocacy group mm-hmm. um, that they're familiar with. Um, this family homeschools. And when you homeschool, you tend to, you know, be very uh, concerned. There's and, a reason you homeschool. Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, so they, you know, they know these organizations. They know Texas Homeschool uh, Coalition, Coalition yeah. who is a wonderful uh, ab- advocacy group. Um, so they reached out to both of them, you know, after they got this card from CPS and um, they were advised to get uh, an attorney. Mm-hmm. So they got an attorney. Um, uh, the attorney called the caseworker, said, why are you, you know, what's, why do you yeah. want to see them? Yeah. Um, and the caseworker would not tell him. 
which by law they're required to tell them. And um, so he, the, uh, the attorney, went above that caseworker, went above even them two times above the caseworker, and to find out why are you investigating this family, and nobody would tell them. Uh, and so the attorney said, listen, if you're not going to tell us, we're not going to come and meet with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, which again, required by law, the CPS is required by law to tell them. Well, the next thing that happens is CPS shows up at the Pardo family home and forcibly removes Drake, four-year-old Drake. And there is video of this out there because, again, uh, the family was prepared. Yes. Um, and it's apparently, I can't watch it. It's I terrible. couldn't watch it. It's, is it? Don't yeah, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I, I, I yeah. you know, heard it was horrible and mm-hmm. gut-wrenching and his mm-hmm. mothers and mm-hmm. anybody, you know. Um, so he was Father. forcibly remu- removed. And so the next, uh, you know, they obviously had a hearing was the next thing to happen. Does You know, they wanted to get Drake back right. and want to know what is going on here? Why are we even, you know, why is this happening? So this is where it's really horrific. Um, They uh, have a hearing. Um, The caseworker says that the reason that they left, that they took Drake, is that uh, while uh, supposedly the hospital was supposed to be investigating why their doctor didn't come and see Drake when he's having these procedures, they were actually investigating the Pardo family. And one of the doctors, an, a totally different doctor, um, just wrote, wrote an, out an, an affidavit that said, you know, they might be getting these procedures that they don't need. need yeah. I don't know. Um, and so they, you know, kind of wrote out an affidavit and gave that to CPS. But the doctor said, I need to see both parents and Drake so that I can make a better determination. Well, CPS ran with that. And um, that's why they, you know, put the car in the door. That's why they took Drake from the family. Well, this is now all comes out during this hearing. All of this stuff has happened, but we don't really know it. The part of family doesn't know it until this hearing. And so the CPS worker uses that doctor's affidavit said, you know, this is why we took. Oh, and also um, this doctor wanted to have a June 10th hearing with um, both parents and Drake to determine this. And they didn't show up. Mm. Well, when the doctor got up on the stand during this hearing, the doctor said, there was no emergency. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, you know, this was a concern. I needed to find out some more information. Even the doctor said it was not an emergency to remove Drake. Even though CPS took it as an emergency situation and then uh, found out that, you know, the doctor said, you know, I don't know why they didn't show up. The CPS worker stated on the stand that, I didn't tell the Pardo family that they needed to meet with the doctor on June 10th. And yet the CPS mm-hmm. worker used that as an excuse to take right. that child, mm-hmm. even though, I mean, it, it, this is how, and, and uh, Texas Homeschool Coalition has videos of all this really good explanation of this timeline much better than i'm probably doing right now probably. but but, <laughs> but but honestly it's as no, convoluted as what i just it is, it is. it's it convoluted. Is very convoluted yes it is. and it's horrific so so everybody there this is it's a it's a packed courtroom because everybody's there to support the Pardo, Pardo family and their uh four-year-old son they want to get um Drake back to the, his home he's they been in custody he's, he's still in custody as CPS you know they're like back. we've got to get him back okay everybody's seeing this play I was like okay this you know the, the the doctor is saying yeah I see now I've gotten information in between the time he was diagnosed with autism he was diagnosed with some certain medical conditions my concerns are now elite 
alleviated because between the time Drake was taken and the time of the hearing, that doctor got to see some things. And so the doctor was like, you know, my concerns are okay. Everything's good. You know, um, the judge ruled that Drake needed to stay in CPS Mm. custody. Mm. And he is now still correct to this day in CPS custody. Uh, I, maybe a month. Yeah, about a month. And 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 we don't know when. Like the next, my understanding is the next deadline for some sort of a hearing is like a year from now. Um, so not, you know, we don't take that and say you know that will be the next time. I'd that, also like to point out in that particular hearing, the judge not only upheld CPS's decision, but he also issued gag orders oh, yes. on the parents and so the attorney. Talk, right. So, so that, that no right. one can talk about the case. Exactly. So we're finding this information out. Now, fortunately, Senator Bob Hall, who covers part of Kaufman County, or maybe even all, was there. And the language he came out of that courthouse with was pretty interesting. He was horrified, absolutely horrified. You know, he said it looked to him like the judge's mind was made up long before um, all the evidence even came out. Um, It's pretty horrific. And what, you know, here's the deal. Those of us who are right of center, Mm -hmm. who believe in parental rights, um, who are very concerned about overreach of government at any level Mm -hmm. or any agency, right? These are stories that concern us. Mm -hmm. And frankly, they should concern everybody. Everyone. They should not only concern right of center people, right? This should be in the news more than it is. Uh, But because, in my mind, the media has become a mouthpiece for the left of center, they're not even concerned about this. Um, And they don't report on it. Um, And that's where we step in. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to, we have reported, we've got three stories about this, and we're going to continue to report about this because something needs to happen, uh, whether it's legislatively or it's at the uh, ballot box, right? You know, remedies need to to happen here. So this doesn't happen to another family. Um, We don't want it happening to anybody, regardless of your politics, right? So... Um, Graham, I know Graham and Jesse, you guys are both parents. Does that uh, concern you a little bit that this is happening in Texas? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the first time I've heard about it. So I'm, I'm playing catch up uh, with you here. I think I'd have gone to jail. I know. Personally, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, that that's hard for me to wrap my head around. Right. You know, it uh, is. And so, and, and here's the thing: this has happened before. There's many cases like this. Now, that's not to say that it's overwhelming or anything, but it's too many. Mm-hmm. And those of us that are involved, particularly the homeschool families who homeschool, mm-hmm. because what my understanding is that a lot of times, maybe you know, a charge will be um, against a family. And then it might sometimes evolve into, well, the curriculum that you're teaching them doesn't fit, whatever. You know, it becomes something more about homeschooling. There seems to be a bias there. Again, not overwhelmingly, but at times. And so they've, so families like this have had to deal with these kinds of things uh, before. So it, it's, it's awful that you're just now hearing about this, yeah, right? Because yeah. again, we all should hear about this. I hope that uh, this is eventually all worked out and that family sues and gets so much money because I also read that when they finally were able to see their son after several weeks, they, of course it was in CPS custody, but they were able to go see him. He acted out the uh, removal of him from the home. That's how badly it traumatized this kid. Yeah. Jesse? You better bring a lot of guys with if you're coming for my son. 
Yeah, yeah, you better bring a lot of people. You better yeah. bring a lot of guys, probably more guys than you're willing to lose. I don't care if it's the government <laughs> or otherwise. You, you, know, you knock on my front door and try to take one of my kids, you're going to have a lot more than you can handle on that particular day. Yeah. And, and the problem is families, again, uh, Texas Homeschool Coalition and Family Rights Advocacy Group, unfortunately, know that. That's even that's the normal reaction, mm-hmm. but that's an even worse reaction, right? You know, because you're dealing with state agencies here, and um, even uh, then, you can have charges level leveled against you that can be used against you um, in that situation right. in the first place. Her, that's yeah. you right. Yeah. So it's it's pretty bad, yeah. Um, yeah. but. Well, thank you for yeah. bringing uh, yes. that issue yes. to light because I know it, it, it is crazy what's going on here and no one is talking about it. Right. Uh, all right. So before we go, I want to get all of your thoughts on uh, all of this craziness going on with Jeffrey Epstein. As we know, he mm. was uh, taken into custody. There are new child sex trafficking charges. Oh, Bill. And, yes. And his <laughs> oh, good Bill buddy Bill, there, buddy. who rode Ooh. on his plane, uh, I don't know how many, it was like 26 times or something, uh, just an insane amount of times. They were good buddies. Bill Clinton has made a statement. He said, uh, well, this is the statement from his, his office. President Clinton knows nothing about the terrible crimes Jeffrey Epstein pleaded guilty to in Florida some years ago or those with which he has been recently charged in New York. That's weird because he pleaded guilty to those a, a lot of years ago and it was all public record. But OK, Bill. Uh, in, t- in 2002 and 2003, <laughs> President Clinton took a total of four trips on Jeffrey Epstein's airplane, one to Europe, one to Asia and two to Africa, which included stops in connection with the work of the Clinton Foundation. Uh, and then, you know, he says Secret Service was with him and he has not spoken to Epstein in well over a decade. He's never been to the island, the ranch. None of uh, I've totally distanced myself. I did not have sexual I relations just, with that's that exactly. Woman. What I was thinking. So when you were totally trustworthy, yeah. Bill Clinton on this, Graham. Uh, I mean, uh, sure, why not? <laughs> you know, I, at this point, I, I, if you believe conspiracies, I, I can't wait to see somebody end up assassinated by the Clintons by the time this is over with. You didn't hear me say that. I didn't, <laughs> that wasn't me. But I, no, I mean, I've. Get, I, I don't know. Of course, the Clintons know about this. Of course, they do. It's probably it probably was in some of those thirty thousand emails. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Oh, probably yeah. so. What's interesting to me too, um, Jesse, is that uh, Wikipedia, ever since Epstein was taken into custody, they have scrubbed their page on Jeffrey Epstein, and they've <gasps> taken out the uh, the parts about Bill Clinton and made it more Trump related. And we've got You're all of these. Me. No, we've got all of these mainstream media outlets trying to uh, solidify the connection with Trump. Oh my! No goodness. one else is. No one else has any connections to Jeffrey Epstein right now. Bill Clinton, not George Stephanopoulos. Yeah. People have completely yeah. lost their humanity. If you hear a story, uh, Clinton connection goodness. or not, if you hear a story about underage girls being sex trafficked, that's basically mm. the most horrific, disgusting mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's the most horrible thing in your world. And if you hear something like that, and instead of wanting to murder the guy who did it or just having a heart for those girls, mm-hmm. if instead in your mind you go to, how can I connect this to Donald yeah. Trump, yeah. you are a legitimately sick person. I don't care how much you hate Donald Trump. He has broken you. You need to walk away from the news and politics and <laughs> get your mind right. Because this is about those kids. That's I mean, those, those are kids. Yeah. Kids being abused by the most powerful, wealthy guys who thought they could get away with it forever yeah. and that's really where you're if, if, if your mind goes to Donald Trump you're a sick freak and I will add this too if it ever comes to light that Donald Trump was involved in any of that I would love for him to I mean 
Take him out of office. Let him see justice for Throw that, him too. him in the same hole with the I'm willing to say I, I don't want anything to do with him anymore because it's about standards and morals, Absolutely. not about politics. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's see. What is the poll question? Oh, my gosh. I have so many. Uh, all right. Yesterday's poll, will Biden be able to withstand the attacks coming from the far left wing of his party? Mm. 87% of you said no. Biden will not be able to withstand really? the attacks. 13% said yes. <gasps> Interesting, because I feel like I feel like you guys have evolved out there. Because I think at the beginning, when Biden first wow. finally said he was joining the race, everyone thought he was going to be the nominee. Jesse, I know you always thought he was he was not going to well, make. What it. happened with the poll results was I influenced people <laughs> on yesterday's show. They Naturally. they went into it Naturally. thinking one way, <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh my goodness, is that John Adams speaking up there?" And they decided, to speak, and now they think a different way. Uh, today's poll, what should President Trump's number one priority be in 2020? Hmm. Drain the swamp, build the wall, fix trade with China, or health care reform? That's tough. Graham, what do you think? Well, he's already building the wall. Yes. So, well, Drain the swamp, build yeah. the wall, fix trade with China, or health care reform? <clears throat> oh. China, China's needed to be dealt with for a long, for a long time. time. Uh, he's already starting down mm-hmm. that road. I think that is a very big deal. Uh, people like Biden that says China is not a big deal and they could never touch us is morons. Um, China needs to be dealt with. Uh, you obviously still have to continue to try your best to drain the swamp. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I don't know if four more years is enough time. I don't think oh, so. Uh, oh, no. And, but, but, but no, I think China is definitely a big deal. Yeah. Jesse? Mm. Uh, he's already kind of doing the other three things. So I will say purely, purely for political reasons, Health care, because I believe it is, I, I think the Democrats are completely outside of the mainstream with the American public on every single issue. What they say does not speak to the swing voter in the Rust Belt that's going to decide the next election. The only issue I think they have wins on, not that I agree with them on, is health care. Mm-hmm. I think health care could be a winner for them if they would mm-hmm. ever wake up and realize they should <laughs> shut up about the Mueller report and shut up about open borders and actually pick an issue that matters to voters. I've always thought healthcare mm. is a winner for them because nobody likes their health care. Everybody mm. thinks it's too expensive, and, and Democrats can play to that really, really well. They just don't talk about it because they're stupid. I don't know that they can play to that really well, though, because because Obamacare was supposed to be what saved us all, right? Uh, even though 80% of Americans were happy with their health care before Obamacare, mm-hmm. right? And and so that was supposed to save us all. But now they're all of a sudden talking about single payer. Because so wait, our system is so broken. I don't get it. Exactly. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Obamacare yeah. was supposed to be the answer. Are you saying that Obamacare didn't work? Right. Uh, you know, right. that's so what we need to hit down. them is what I think. Oh, well, I, I'm not saying they're right on no, it. I not at all. I I, and, and, it's and, emotional and look, messaging. If they had any accountability, yeah. they wouldn't be Democrats anyway, so they're not going to address <laughs> Obamacare. I'm just right. saying, I think with a swing voter who voted for Obama twice, then voted for Trump, that's how Donald Trump got elected, mm-hmm. that particular voter, you can speak to that voter if you're a Democrat about sure. health care, and the Democrats don't talk about it because they're stupid. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> do you agree with Jesse on health care? I don't agree with Jesse on anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> So are you asking me my opinion on yes. that or what I think other people no, what's will your say? Um, what should his I mean, I, you know, I, I think uh, because I was an elected official, I hear it even up in in North Texas, which has always really surprised me. Uh, and I agree that y'all are saying he's already building the wall. But I think um, that needs to be the priority. I think you're going to see a lot of mad people on our side of the aisle if that is not Done, yeah. you know, yeah. done, done. Yeah. Um, not, I think everybody's getting tired of the talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that needs to be the number one issue. Get it done. Yeah. All right. Let us know what you guys think by going to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. 
gentlemen and lady, thank you so much for being here. It's always a blast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And, oh, and you. <laughs> oh, him again? I said gentlemen. I didn't think so. Oh. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.